Hey, Moving the Chains fans, welcome to another podcast brought to you by topsport.com.au where you can get the best odds in NFL and racing. Please do it responsibly. Uh, a little bit different crew tonight. A couple of people didn't want to show up pretty much because the, cha- <laughs> the champ is here. The Moving the Chains invitational champ is here. Uh, I've got the belt. I'll have to get the belt out from Chad's house. I know he keeps one in his uh, bottom drawer for when he plays dress-ups. But uh, the champ is here. Chad Townsend and Tristan Merlin from Top Sport. Boys, how are we? Yeah, good Sowie, good Sowie. Good to hey, be here, mate. Do you want to say anything to me straight off the bat, Chad? Uh, yeah, I will, mate. I will. I'll, you know, I'm, I'm a humble loser. And, um, mate, you've done it. You, uh, you won our Moving the Chains Fantasy Championship. Uh, best out of 12 teams. Uh, it was a great year, a tough year, tough competition. Um, but you beat, obviously, Tristan from topsport.com.au uh, in the final uh, two best teams probably going at it and mate yeah you did it so props to you buddy uh, Tristan look it was a, a pretty important battle because knowing us I mean we, we like a little bit of a flutter there's no secret here uh, there was side bets and then there were side bets on those <laughs> side bets and uh Look, unfortunately, there has to be a winner and loser. I've been on the end of many losses, but I have taken the win this week, brother. Thank you for playing and also paying. Uh, we've got $1,000 uh, in my kit bag, which I won't be donating, <laughs> but we do have $1,000 uh, to all those people out there that are giving a shit. Uh, Tristan put up $1,000 as well to Act for Kids, which is going to be my uh, charity donation there, which is stopping uh, violence uh, and domestic violence against kids. So thank you very much, Tristan. But it was a tight battle, wasn't it? It was a tight battle. I reckon, um, like, firstly, congrats to you. I've, I've taken some big bets over my time, and I took some big bets on Monday, but I've got to be honest, I was more disappointed about uh, about going down to you. It was, it was a very uh, deflating blow to the ego. I felt like I had the weight of the movie, the chain's uh, roster on my shoulders to get you beat in that final, but I couldn't get it over the line. You, you were too good. Uh, but at least uh, as much as we've got to cop your, uh, your bragging for six months or 12 months, we got, we got a good cause for the charity. So that, that's something out of the record. Yeah, we certainly did. Just to, just to sort of wrap it up, uh, because there's no studs and duds. But, Chad, I texted Tristan. I said how funny it was that neither team had Kamara, uh, Adams, or Stefan Diggs. So it made it a really tight contest. And you don't sort of usually get that in the finals. One of those teams usually goes through as has got a gun. And then, I mean, we didn't expect to see those three players explode like that, did we? Yeah, look, I definitely... And I think it's good that way, you know what I mean? Because if either of you guys had one of those plays in your team, it would have been game over. And I think that's, um, you know, it's obviously one of the best things when one of those players is in your team. Because if, if they're playing, for example, on Thursday night and they've already scored those points, it's pretty much game over. So, um, you know, a tight battle and probably, you know, uh, was good the way it went down in the end. Yeah, it went down and um, I text Tristan, I update, I didn't have the update, the internet spit slow here in Port Macquarie and uh, I text him, he said, mate, how, how are you feeling? I said, I'm shitting myself because I'm so far behind and he said, no mate, close, your, close the app, update it, you're in front. And from there, it was a tight battle, but we got there. But uh, again, thank you to Top Sport and Tristan for, to, for participating this year. To the other losers out there, Copes, unlucky champion. Uh, you gave away too many tips. Nick Davis, I uh, haven't seen or heard from you uh, since fantasy started. Or your team. Salty, you will not be back next year. Worst <laughs> fantasy player ever. And of course, uh, the back-to-back premiership coach, three-time winning premiership coach. Look, 
sometimes you've got to take L's. And unfortunately, it was to me this year. So I'll be uh, cashing in on that lunch with Trent Robinson very, very soon. Uh, all right, boys, let's get stuck into it. Uh, another huge week of NFL. Uh, straight off the top, want to get into this huge news because the Washington football team have a game this week, Chad, where if they win, they will make the playoffs. And this is a franchise that's been through so much with their name change and all that kind of stuff and Dan Snyder and the ownership. All that kind of rubbish goes aside this weekend when you're going into the playoffs because winning fixes everything. They have decided to waive their first round choice quarterback, uh, pick 15, two years ago, Dwayne Haskins. Uh, they've waived him straight off the roster. So uh, it's a cruel, cruel business. But what about the timing going into this week's game? Yeah, look, Sally, this is... it. It's not good for anyone, to be honest. Look, I think there's, there's no doubt since Haskins arrived in Washington, his time has been... Uh, you know, he's been on borrowed time. He hasn't performed on the field. His stats are poor. His QBR rating uh, for a starting quarterback was something like 24, which is horrendous. Uh, you know, we've only we've spoken about in previous episodes about his behavior off the field, appearing in strip clubs with no masks, uh, putting his, uh, you know, teammates in danger. So, um, look, I think at the end of the day, this kid is a young kid. He's got a lot to learn. He's not one bit mature. He's been seen taking selfies on the sideline before the games are even over. Um, you know, he's not acting the way a QB1 should act. And Washington have just said, look, we're not going to tolerate that. And I think the football team have taken strides this year. You know, we, we've sung their praises over the last few weeks with um, how they've sort of drawn back their season on the back of their defense coach, uh, Ron Rivera has done a tremendous job, but this week, you know, it's probably the big. It's, it is. It's the biggest week this team's had for years. You know, playing off for a, a playoff berth, um, and they're not going to have their quarterback who was starting on the weekend. So um, a big call, but in my opinion, I think it's the right one. Tristan, this is huge news. No, obviously from a betting point of view for you guys, but I mean, a franchise in the NFL is worth hundreds of millions of dollars. To make this decision, you heard Chad talk about attitude off-field and at the games, to be honest, but huge news to get rid of a quarterback who you pretty much, when you draft a quarterback, you place a franchise in their hands. It's whether they take it or not. Oh, for sure. And, and it would have been very easy for the club to, to bench him this week. And like, there's no guarantee Alex Smith is back. Like It looks like he's going to be, and I'm sure the fact that they've done this probably indicates that. But you know, obviously, he's been injured in and out of games, so there's a chance he, he hurts himself in the game. But for them to make this call now is, is a very strong move, and it's, it's probably a, you know, a, a move that shows a lot of backbone by the organisation. And, and I sort of feel that the easy option would have been just to say, all right, let, let's just ride this season out. You sit on the bench, and we'll see how things go, and we'll try to make the playoffs. But this is a make-or-break decision. It shows where, where they are as a club, and, and I, I, I applaud them. Uh, I hope... You know, Haskins sort of can find a new club and can find his way. Because by all reports, it doesn't sound like he's a bad kid. It just seems like he's very immature. And this might be the best thing for everyone, all, all concerned. And, and I, I would love to see them win on the weekend. As much as we uh, tipped out Dallas a couple of weekends ago, and this game's critical for them to make the playoffs. You know, for Washington to make the finals this year would be huge for yeah. 2020. And, and, and I'll, I'll be cheering him on to beat the Eagles. I, from afar, think, boys, yeah, bluntly speaking, this is a young man who probably didn't grow up with much... Uh, coming into a, a team that's gone through so much, I mean, it's his, you know, it's his local team. Like this is, this was going to be the kid to carry the, the franchise for ten years. And once you get to, it's it's all right to prepare yourself and want to go to the show, but once you get there, I mean, Chad, just quickly, it's totally different. You, you get into that NRL environment, and 
sometimes you see someone else uh, who's been around doing things and you think you can do that and you forget what got you there. And, and we've been around kids that have come through with all the hype and haven't been able to handle or understand uh, how to manage themselves once they get the, to the big show. Yeah, definitely. Look, and, you know, it's, again, as Tristan touched on, the, the, the maturity is where, you know, these kids, in Haskins' sake, he, he comes out of college where he hasn't earned a dollar, signs a big rookie contract, a first-round contract, which is, you know, in excess of millions and millions of dollars, um, comes into a side, you know, that hasn't done really well, is expected to be the face of the organisation, and has basically just acted like he's already arrived, um, you know, where... He, he can't rely on the work he's done in college now. It's a whole new ball game. Athletes are a lot faster, a lot bigger, a lot stronger. So they're coming after him. Uh, he's playing on the field, like I said before, hasn't been up to scratch. And his play and his play off the field hasn't been up to scratch either. So, um, you know, since he was drafted, you know, there was always that little bit of noise in the background from, from Dan Snyder and the coaching staff, how they disagreed on the pick. Um, Dan Snyder, obviously, you know, Sally, as you just said, Haskins is a Washington kid, comes from Washington. Uh, Dan Snyder was someone who really liked Dwayne Haskins, where the coaching staff at the time weren't a big fan of him. So they, you know, there was whispers coming out of the football team that they were disagreeing on that. Um, that old coaching regime has since left. Um, they've moved on and now they've decided to waive him. Yeah, keep an eye on the, uh, this space in the offseason because there's a, another quarterback in the NFC East uh, that's available, Carson Wentz. And it wouldn't be surprised if Ron Rivera wants a system quarterback to come in and take over from Alex Smith, let him back up, and he ends up there. They'll have plenty uh, of manoeuvring to do. Uh, all right, another quarterback that is not struggling. Well, the MVP race at the start of the year, it's always about the quarterbacks. And Russell Wilson started the competition uh, outstandingly. I think, Tristan, you guys had him in unbackable odds pretty, pretty quickly. Since then, his team struggled a little bit, and we were always cautious on this podcast about his team's chances, whether he can do it for long enough, and, and whether he peaked too early. Patrick Mahomes, we know he's going to be the best young talent for 10 years. But there's a, a podcast member, Nick Davis, who tipped the listeners into Aaron Rodgers at the start of the year when they drafted Jordan Love and said, this might give him a little kick in the pants. And now, Tristan, he's into a $1.38. That's right, a $1.38 for A-Rod. He turned it on again in the snow on the weekend. Uh, he and Devontae Adams are just a tandem that this for the next four or five years, the competition could be in, in trouble. If they can get some pieces around him and some help, I mean, they, these two seem unstoppable, but now he looks like he's going to win the MVP. So well done to Nick. Well done to those people that jump into it. But it's been an amazing race again. Has been, yeah. And he's into a dollar thirty-eight, as you point out. Like we, we touched on this last week. I'm, I'm a touch surprised at the big flipping odds. Um, you know, like uh, we, I sort of mentioned last week that I thought for Mahomes to lose, he didn't need to drop a game. And I know he wasn't impressive against the Falcons, but at the end of the day, he still drove a match-winning drive to win in the game. So. I find it a massive swing. You know, I'd love to see Rogers win from a book's point of view because we've been standing Mahomes for most of the year and I'd love to, as much as I don't want to see Nick uh, have the bragging rights <laughs> for a while, I am a touch surprised at the as the big movement. But, you know, A-Rod, he was just, just to, to be dominant in the snow. Like, it shows he can do it in all conditions and, you know, it, you know great work. And, and yeah, you, you think if he wins this weekend, he probably gets it. But at the three thirty, Mahomes isn't a bad bet now. If you, if you have already backed, if you've taken the early price about a rod, you know I wouldn't be shying away from that three thirty for Mahomes. Yeah, Chad, we often speak about it, and I mean Tristan and I spoke about it on the NBA podcast last week, like it can just gather momentum quickly. Like if Mahomes comes out and throws for four or five TDs this week and just goes berserk, and they win by forty, and he doesn't play the last quarter. 
all of a sudden it just swings back into his favor a little bit because it's all about the story and the momentum that ESPN and the NFL network create. Yeah, 100%. Look, it's all about who's trending. You know, what, what athlete, who's created like the biggest highlight? Because we all know, you know, with uh, social media, the internet uh, highlights, they obviously go viral in and around, you know, the, the, uh, the website and all those pages. Uh, but what I'm hearing, boys, is Mahomes is actually potentially being rested this weekend. Wow. So, which could potentially uh, be another spanner in the works for all the Rogers backers out there. Just quickly, myself, um, uh, I'd, I'd like to see Rogers win as well. I think since they drafted Jordan Love in the first round, the Packers, it's really kicked him up the backside to say, hey, look, you know, we, we, we want more out of you. And he's come out and he's done that. I said at the start of the year, I thought that his connection with Devontae Adams was going to be uh, one to watch. And boy, haven't they put on a show absolutely all year. Yeah, they certainly have. And uh, it just took me back that Green Bay game. Uh, Devontae Adams, look, he went off with turf toe, came <laughs> back on, ran over the sideline and back in, which gave me four points on fantasy. So uh, thank you very much. I text Tristan and the boys uh, the photo of that. Uh, who's your MVP? Go to at Moving the Chains on Twitter. It's gathering huge momentum for Aaron Rodgers, but Patrick Mahomes, uh, it's a pretty fair season. Uh, don't worry about that. And Josh Allen, I watched him today. Outstanding. They are a serious football team, the Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's get into a not so serious football team. Well, maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Who knows? But it's the Cleveland Browns. Um, they lose to the Jets. And Chad, from a neutral point of view, now you're, you're a, a diehard Browns fan. From a neutral point of view, I saw a little bit of lackadaisical play, Baker Mayfield. This is the Baker Mayfield we could get in the playoffs or we could get the one that throws four touchdowns and is pumping up on the sideline. Like, He's so up and down that this guy potentially could be a starting quarterback for the next 10 years, but potentially could be waived next year. Yeah, look, I, I don't think he'll be waived next year. So I think the, you know, his, his results this year and his play this year, especially over the last month or two, six weeks, has been exceptional. I really think he's taken a step forward in his play. Uh, on the weekend, though, I thought he was uh, below average. Really, the old Mayfield that you know we're used to seeing. Uh, the turnovers... Uh, you know, the loose carry of the ball, uh, thought really cost his team, really cost the, us, sorry, the Browns. Uh, but in saying that, look, I thought they did an admirable job. They still hung in there against the Jets without the starting uh, four wide receivers who obviously got taken out of the game uh, with COVID. They had to do a walkthrough uh, in the car park with these wide receivers they picked up off the practice squad the night before. So, But in saying that, it, they're playing against the Jets who had won one game all year. We all know how the Jets have played. Uh, they should have beaten the Jets. It would have secured their playoff game. Uh, but now they've got a tough matchup against the Steelers this weekend and they need a few results to go their way to um, be in the playoffs for the first time in 17 years. Uh, Tristan, top sport. I just had a look before we got on. And is there a... I mean, they play the Pittsburgh Steelers this week. They've wrapped up the AFC North. So they're potentially going to rest some guys as well. I can't see Juju and that playing. Like... You don't have a market up at the moment. It's plus seven, minus seven, the Browns. Mm. Is this, I mean, it's a hard game for you to bet on, but I mean, the Browns, they're not, they're not convincing anyone that they want to be in the playoffs. No. So we, we've just got the one market up at the moment. We put that up just while we're sort of trying to suss things out. I, I sort of feel with the way the line's sitting, it'll probably mean Cleveland's around about that dollar thirty price. Mm-hmm. Um, but obviously that'll swing once we get final sort of confirmation on who's playing, particularly from the Steelers. And, and there's a few games in that sort of mould this week. So, you know, Cleveland, obviously, they would have wanted to, as Chad sort of said, they wanted to wrap things up last week. But 
Jets have shown a bit of spine the last few weeks. Like, obviously, winning last week, winning this week. Uh, and then even three weeks ago, they should have beaten the, the, the Raiders. So, may not be as bad a loss as what everyone's sort of making out, particularly with that big interruption with the wide receivers as well. So, Pittsburgh, uh, you know, they were very impressive to come back from that big hole. But in saying that, the first half, they were woeful. So, if Cleveland play at their potential, if Pittsburgh rest a few and they have their eyes on the playoffs, I think Cleveland will probably get through. Yeah, so keep an eye out for that on Top Sport later in the week. Once those teams come out and uh, ESPN and all those break the news on who's going to be rested and whatever in that match, uh, Tristan and Top Sport will get the odds straight away. Uh, but right now, you can get the Cleveland Browns minus seven, which might not be a bad bet because I think uh, the Pittsburgh Steelers will be getting ready, especially with Ben uh, and how much football he's played. Uh, so many more interesting storylines this week, Chad. In the last round of the NFL, it's hard to believe we've been going for a shitload of time. I mean, nearly <laughs> 40 weeks, it feels like, uh, with you a lot. But no, we've, we've been going about 31 weeks and uh, it's still coming down to the last round. We spoke about the Dallas Cowboys. Now, they need Washington to lose. And if they beat the New York Giants this week, $45 or $46 two weeks ago to win the, uh, the NFC South, uh, sorry, NFC East, and now uh, they uh, look like they're going to get the job done. Andy Dalton, the Red Rocket, he's just throwing passes. C.D. Lamb, thank you, God. Uh, outstanding on the weekend. Well done, C.D. You did F.A. in the first half. F.A. Uh, but you were clutch at the end. But, uh, Chad, this is remarkable because they're actually playing all right. Like, the Giants, they weren't great against Baltimore, but they're actually playing okay. Sally, Sally, Sally. You remember a few weeks ago when you asked me who I thought would win the division and when, who, did I, who did I say? Well, I hope you took the, the money and, and put 10 bucks uh, or 5 bucks on uh, Dallas Cowboys. Well, I, I didn't because I'm not, that wasn't that confident. But <laughs> <laughs> what I did say was I thought the Cowboys could do it because this division is obviously what it is. It's a diabolical division. While there's been someone in this division is going to make the playoffs with one of the worst records that we've ever seen. And there's going to be teams with an even greater record who aren't going to miss the playoffs, which we could talk about for a long time. But uh, look, it's, it's wide open here. Uh, do I think the Cowboys deserve to play the playoffs? Probably not. But do I like what they've done over the last two weeks? Yeah, I, I do. I like, I like the way that C.D. Lamb, as you just mentioned, so he's probably been the bright light for the Dallas Cowboys this season. The first round wide receiver. Um, I think he's really shown a light and taken into that number 88 jersey for the Dallas Cowboys. And, and uh, you know, I'd like to see them play. I, I, I like Jerry Jones and what, and what Dallas do. So, uh, But in saying that, I also I like Jalen Hurts' play too. And, and he was a, a pretty good performer for you, Tristan, on the weekend in your fantasy matchup, wasn't he? <laughs> he was, he was. He just couldn't quite get the job done. So, yes, so he was whinging about C.D. Lamb for most of the first half. And then he, he went, went very quiet when he, when he put a heap of uh, touchdowns <laughs> up on the board. So... <laughs> But, uh, hey, um, yeah, sorry, Tristan, just before you go, the Jalen Hurts thing, I mean, you had him on the weekend, but it's not overly done there. Like, I don't think they've fully moved on from Wentz. Yeah, I, I think that not after the weekend. And when you throw a pass like you do in that to Sean Jackson, 81-yard touchdown, then you don't target him again. Like, there still shows these young quarterbacks, there's still a lot to learn, like young halfbacks in the NRL. Not everyone can be Nathan Cleary, play for Australia and, and state of origin straight away. Sometimes you're going to get ups and downs. And it felt like on the weekend when the chips were in the centre, Jalen Hurts just still a little bit to learn. Yeah, my daughter's just coming to give me my, the side bet I've got to give it to you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> oh, beauty, giving me some cash. But um, no, I, I agree. I, I, I think, um, you know, 
whether the coaching staff of Philly, they, they might have thought a couple of weeks, well, we need to do a little bit what Green Bay's done here and we need to put a rocket up Carson's ass. Like, mm. he's got that big contract. It's going to be very, very difficult to get rid of him for, you know, th- this could be a building block for next year. Obviously, Jalen's shown that he can do it, but if, is he the full-time answer? I don't know. Mm. And, um, and it gives him that experience. Maybe it gives him a bit of marketability to be able to potentially have an asset there too. So... I, I think the race for next year is very much wide open for Philly. They, they would have fancied their chances beating Dallas on the weekend and then sort of push themselves into a playoff game. Unfortunately, couldn't quite do it, especially leading, what was it, 14-17-0 or something along those lines. So you shouldn't be losing that game against Dallas in those circumstances. So I certainly think uh, that race for quarterback next year is wide open and it really opens up the, uh, the, the permutations for next year as to what they're going to do. But yeah, he, he's shown glimpses and I think he'll improve on that. But is he going to be the starting quarterback for next year? I'm not sure. Yeah, and there's another situation just quickly before we move on to our uh, betting side of the Movement Change podcast. Uh, the uh, Tua Tungvaluwa, Ryan Fitzpatrick, like the old guys just get it. They know how to come up clutch. And I, I sort of get a little bit of sense of that, Tristan, from the Philadelphia side that you, if you've got a vet there that's been there, look, they may not be in the top 15 quarterbacks in the league, but they're still going to be able to get the job done in clutch. Oh, and, and I love what Miami's doing. And, and the relationship between those two boys, Tua and, and Fitzmagic, like, that is so good. The fact yeah. that you can see they genuinely love each other, the fact they genuinely want each other to succeed. And and the way the, the, the coach comes out and says, if we have to go, you know, Tua's our starting quarterback next week, but if we need to go to the pinch hitter, we will. And, and, and it's no disrespect. It's not th- putting Tua down if they bench him. Whereas I feel if Philly did the same thing and they benched Jalen, it'd be a big thing made of it, you know, with the yeah, yeah. seemingly, you know, not not as great relationship between the two quarterbacks. So I, I think I, I love the, the what Miami's done this year. I, I think it's great, you know, that what they've done with the roster they've done with, you know, with improvements still to come. I think it holds them in really good stead. You know, they've, they've got to win this weekend to guarantee their playoff spot. But I, 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 I just love that, that sort of... Uh, theatric sort of stuff and 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 yeah I'd, I'd love to see him make it this weekend and it's going to be hard to take for cleveland and also miami fans two franchises that have really stunk it up uh, over the last sort of five six years for them to make it like if they both miss out and don't make it it's going to be hard to take but uh let us know at moving the chains yeah if you've got some opinions let us know uh chad townsend let's get into it now uh before we do our multis for top sport the college football uh semi-finals are on this week it is alabama number one taking on notre dame and also uh the number two and well, he'll be the number one pick going to the Jags, uh, provided he comes out. Trevor Lawrence and the Clemson Tigers taking on Ohio State. Now, uh, Chad, a bit of a weird college year, but you can go on. $1.55 for Alabama uh, to win the whole thing. I actually like Clemson. I think Trevor Lawrence has got Alabama's measure, if he can get past, obviously, this weekend, and Justin Fields. But a little bit of a different one, because college football, you know, yeah. they're, they're young kids, you know, big plays, but you got to like what Trevor Lawrence has done over his uh, full body of work, and you know they'd be potentially upset Alabama in the big one. Yeah, look, it's um, there's been a lot of talk about this this year's college football season, obviously with COVID and the amount of games that a lot of the teams have played, obviously um, minimum compared to what they've played in previous years. But there's no doubt all the talk out of college is about Trevor Lawrence, and and now that the Jaguars have the number one pick, uh, this game on the weekend is going to be an epic one between Clemson. Uh, Dave Sweeney is one of my favourite coaches in, in college and uh, they go up against Ohio State. Um, so it's, it's Justin Fields who's also got a pretty good college resume as well. So uh, for me, I'll, I'll back you there, Sally. I like Clemson as well. I'm also a big fan of Alabama and what their program and Nick Saban does. So don't count them out. But I'd love to see 
Uh, you know, we've seen it a few times before, but an Alabama versus Clemson final uh, would sit well with me. Uh, Tristan, now I, one feature that I do love, and it's obviously on all betting sites, but it's the live bet uh, that <clears throat> excuse me that you can have with Top Sport. Now in these college games, boys, I've been watching them for years. Sometimes you know a high state can jump out and get, score that first drive, and you can just get the odds pumped up a little bit. So you got to keep an eye out for that. But uh, Alabama, they are going to be hard to beat. They've been there so many times before. Uh, but like Chad just said, Dabo Sweeney and this Clemson Tigers—they've owned the last couple of playoff games against Alabama. They have, and as you say, with the live betting, with with the totals around the 65, 67 mark for both games, you are expecting wow. touchdowns on most most drives. I'm going to be a little bit controversially. I'm a bit disappointed with Notre Dame getting into this top four. You know, their yes, record's yeah. 10 and 1. Uh, Who would you Texas, have had? I'd have Texas A&M all day long. I, I watched them the last few weeks. They've won seven straight. Notre Dame beat Clemson, which has got them into the, into the match. In into double the overtime. Semis. In double overtime, but no Lawrence. Now, if, if you switch those quarterbacks out, there's, in my opinion, there's no way they beat them. And, and there's no way in the world that, that Texas A&M are $8.50 shots in this semifinal if, if they're in that spot. Right. Uh, I, I feel, you know, sometimes you've got to use a little bit of discretion to get the game that, you know, like, and this is no, no disrespect to, to Notre Dame, that they've got a great program. But sometimes I think those um, reputations maybe take precedence to, to what, you know, especially in this year, poor old Texas have played a lot you know, less yeah. games than the other teams. I, I just feel they deserve their spot this year. And, well, oh, they were very competitive in the game they lost to. What happens is, uh, for those people that don't follow it too much, and this is a bit nerdy, but for, for 10 seconds is, uh, Notre Dame uh, played double overtime, beat without Trevor Lawrence, the Clemson Tigers. They actually played him uh, two weeks ago and got wrestled uh, with Trevor Lawrence there. But <clears throat> the uh, committee, the voting committee for the NCAA, they actually vote on all this stuff and strength the schedule. So it's not just you know knocking each other out the whole way. And... Uh, Texas A&M, they would have been SEC heavy. So they try and get someone from out of there because it's all about the uh, the dollars and that appeal to the whole uh, of America rather than just uh, the deep south. But anyway, uh, keep an eye out for that this week. Uh, the college football semifinals go on. I think Clemson Tigers are absolutely specials uh, to win this whole thing. Trevor Lawrence is a, a really, really special quarterback. Uh, all right, let's get into our top sport uh, multis this week. Last week of the regular season. Then we start to get to the business part of the NFL season. So um, we've got over $1,000 in our charity kick at the moment. Tristan, I'll let you go first because when we come to playoffs, uh, there's a little bit of a rumor around that we might be able to pick a team each and sort of uh, try and rather than go against each other, just pick a team or a game each and load up uh, together, uh, the five of us now in this move in the chains. But what have you got for this week? Yeah, I think that room is pretty true. So we'll see. We'll see if we, we'll, we'll roll that out next week. But um, I've gone Chicago. I, I just get the feeling that you know Green Bay big win on the weekend. Uh, Chicago everything to play for. That line's five and a half. Big rivalry game. I think they'll keep it tight whether they can get the result. I think Chicago plus five and a half. I'm going to ride the Washington bad wagon. I think that was a very gutsy move this week. I think the players are going to back up their coaching staff for what they've done. I think they'll get over Philadelphia. And I just get the feeling Atlanta are going to do what their fans probably don't want, want them to do and get a big win over Tampa this weekend and really disrupt the, uh, <laughs> the, uh, the, the trading thing. I'm going to take the six and a half because they might be up by 40 with 10 minutes to go and still get rolled. But we'll take the six and a half and, and back them in. So I'm going Chicago plus five and a half, Washington to win and Atlanta plus six and a half at 639. 
Yeah, six thirty-nine. That's a couple of interesting ones because uh, Atlanta, the, their fans probably don't want them to win. I mean, there's nothing to, for them to gain, so it is an interesting one to watch. I like the Chicago one. Mitch Trubisky, Chad, has been lighting it up, and those rivalry games. I mean, you play the Dragons round one. It, it's just different, regardless of their form. Rivalry games matter. Yeah, definitely. And look, just just quickly, you, you touched on Trubisky, and hasn't he really turned a leaf over the last few weeks? And where we thought his career potentially starting yeah. could be could be over. Um, so the, the way that he's bounced back, uh, put his team in, in, into contention, um, you know, I think it's a, a great props for, for him. But for me this week, boys, on my uh, top sport multi, I'm going Nick Davis, Las Vegas Raiders over the Broncos at a dollar seventy. I think the Broncos are, are done. And uh, I'm going to be, I'm going to take the uh, Philadelphia Eagles over the football team at two dollars nine. I just think that the, the the week the football teams had, as we mentioned before, I just can't see them winning this week. So uh, I'm just going to pick those two this week, lads. Yeah, that's that's boring that one. Uh, but <laughs> I mean, hey, money's money. You're like, yeah, winning's winning. Uh, I'm going. I think the Colts minus fourteen. I, I don't think that's big enough this week. Just, just touch on that. Yeah, so, like. You talk about teams are going to be unlucky to make their playoffs. Like Colts could win this game by thirty and still miss out with the way yeah. the draw is. Yeah. And they're going to be eleven and five, probably playing one of the best brands of footy in the league. They they were up by twenty odd against Pittsburgh, and you know. Well, Pittsburgh that cost them, didn't it? That, that that's cost them. You're going to they, had, team, they had it in their own hands. They did. They had it in their own hands, and you know they they probably should have got the result there. But for them to be eleven and five, miss the playoffs when you got a team five and eleven or six and mm. ten, like it's it's disappointing because that that would be a genuine chance of going going a fair fair way into this playoffs the way they're playing, but. I'll let you go on. Yeah, old Philip Rivers, uh, you know, Mr. Intercept. Uh, that's what they call him. Uh, I'm going the Titans straight out. I just think everything on the line uh, that they will win. Uh, the Saints minus six and a half and the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys get the job done, $7.38. Now, boys, uh, Tristan just texted me, Chad, and he said, look, boys, just for this week only, let's all pick a touchdown scorer for this week, okay, uh, in one of the games. Try and find a little bit of value where you can, and uh, he'll put it on towards the end of the week when the teams are named. But the three of us will pick a touchdown scorer. Anytime touchdown scorer. So, Chad, uh, I'll let you go first because uh, Tristan's the man that's got to approve this. So I've just got to text him back quickly and say, <laughs> please approve this. But uh, anytime touchdown scorer, just to try and get some more money in the kitty because there's only three of us. Well, well, pending approval from Tristan, look, I've got to pick Stefan Diggs. I think... Um, you've seen him today, and the season he's had has been absolutely incredible. The Bills have absolutely killed it. Josh Allen's had a tremendous season as well. So uh, the division-winning uh, Buffalo Bills, I want to pick Stefan Diggs. Stefan Diggs, there you go. So that'll be probably around the ninety mark, maybe $2. Uh, who are you going, Trist? I'm going to go for a little bit of value, as you touched on. I'm just waiting for the approval from head office from, from Top Sword HQ. So <laughs> I love surprising him with shit all the time. (laughs) What I'm going to do, I'm going to find a bit of value. I I touched on Atlanta, probably not going to wanting wanting to win this game. And the way their season's panned out, nothing's gone that they wanted to have happen. So I'm going to take Hayden Hurst. Tied end, I just feel that he's going to score a TD against Tampa in a very high scoring game. He'll be a bit of value if he's sort of around that 350 mark, maybe. So we'll see how we go. I am going to take uh, one of my hidden gems in the Moving the Chains Invitational Champion roster, uh, Janu Smith from the Titans, the tight end. I think that 
he'll get a lot more targets this week. So he'll be around that three or four dollars uh, anytime touchdown scorer, pending approval. But uh, I'm pretty sure we'll get it across the line. It just just come in the earpiece now. It's all good. So it's all good. It's all good to go. Uh, all right, boys. Uh, that's about it. Uh, we can't give Cronulla Beer Co. Uh, fantasy player to watch this week because no one was listening. Uh, Cole Beasley was probably uh, the defending uh, champion of the year. He was outstanding. But uh, Chad, give your uh, local beer a little bit of a plug and where people can get it. Yeah. Uh, yep. Yeah, oh, is good. it? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll let you know. <laughs> so uh, head to the website www.cronullabeerco.com.au. Actually uh, sold out of beer online at the moment, but we've got locations tab where you can check out all uh, our stockers um, locally, and uh, there's some merchandise on there as well. So appreciate everyone's support. Thank you. Yeah, get in and check out the cronullabeerco.com.au. Uh, uh, obviously, all that website as well. There's merch there. Some great merch. Beer, we're not sure about yet. No, we're still <laughs> waiting to taste it. Uh, the Moving the Chains podcast. All right, that's all we have time for. Next week, we will know the first round of the NFL playoffs and what those uh, matchups are going to be like. I'm sure everyone will be back. Please stay safe. Look after yourself. And if you are having a punt with Top Sport, make sure you do it responsibly. Cheers. <laughs>